welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? We are back. Oh, we're back. We missed you. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be back. Man, just eating the fruits of the forbidden tree again. It feels great. Lord have mercy. We missed the mob. Little insight on what happened. Our long hiatus. We had a we had an important piece of uh, recording equipment go down. PC fried, kaput. Had to get a new one. It's here. I literally, literally got it in today, and spent my day setting it up and downloading so we could get an episode recorded the first possible day that we could. Tip of the cap. It's here. Tip of the cap. The day has come. We're back. Been uh, keeping in touch with some of the Mad Mob on the side a little bit, answering questions here and there. Did a couple, did a draft of our own, a rookie draft for one of our leagues that we're in. Mm -hmm. It's been good. Football's in full effect, boys. Yeah, it's it's this off season's kind of gone by fast. I feel like there's been a lot of moves that have been made um, that have kind of just kept the, kept the football excitement going. I hate, I, I hate it not being able to hop on and, and, and podcast about it. I feel like, I feel like we missed a lot and it like so much time has gone by when these things happened that we're not going to be able to really touch base on them as much as we, we wish we could have back in the day. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Like uh, the Aaron Rodgers trade, and it's probably old news at this point, right? Old news. Super old. Old yeah. news. We missed the draft. We didn't even get to do our combine episode. I mean, just just sad times. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is prime dynasty season, too. But, hey, we're here now. I know. Trades, I mean, the, the, the draft, Gibbs going, D. Swift getting traded, Jamal getting traded, Montgomery getting traded, uh, OBJ signing. Uh, D hops a free agent like so much stuff has happened that's that's old hat at this point that like I don't even know I don't even know where to start I, I literally we, we were all just so giddy to hop on that we didn't even th- bring up an agenda like we just hopped on and and I hit the record button and here we are well one of those things you just said doesn't belong did, did the OBJ signing really make any waves you know, also one other thing, I'm pretty sure the last time we podcasted, Wayne was on the fence of the Bucks getting his guy. And they got his guy, Baker Mayfield, Baker everyone. Baker Mayfield, baby. Congrats. Let's go. Congrats. Wow. Wow. We are, let me see here, we are less than three minutes into our first episode back, and I'm already getting slandered. I didn't take, like, Goni's a bad guy. Goni's a bad guy. He's the first one to throw shots. Been off for a while, and he's the first one throwing shots at me. I did see the video of Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield. Um, <laughs> As did I. It was bad. Tank for Caleb. <laughs> oh, man. Just unguarded three to five step dropbacks, just sailing them over wide receivers' heads. I mean, who gets Baker and they're like, he'll be all right. He's been solid. Guys but- weren't even being defended. In practice, yeah, they're just wide open, wide receivers just practicing routes, just practicing what's going to happen during the season, where just ball goes right over their hands. They might get a finger on it. They might get two. Dude, if you're Mike Evans, are you like why, 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 why? At his age, I mean, maybe he's like, yeah, I got my ring, whatever. But like, sheesh, he doesn't have too much in the tank, and I, I highly doubt he wants to be diving for Baker balls. He's definitely going to request the trade, right? I don't know. I mean, he's a, he's a he's, he's a, a Bucks guy through and through. Yeah, he's a I, lifer. I think he'd just rot in Tampa, which I'd hate take, for him. You take the good with the bad, with the mediocre being the Jameis years. So I mean, he got a Super Bowl out of it, and it's really all you can ask for. Now it's just now he gets to ride out, coast out his career, and make his money. Yeah, he's yeah, just he, doing this for physical fitness at this point. Facts. He's not going to get any glory out of this. Is yeah. this the, is this the year that he doesn't hit a thousand yards? Probably. Nah. Probably, bro. They 
this is the year he pulls a hammy and it just is no rush to get back on the field. One hundred percent. Oh man. Julio Jones Jr. hammies over there is what it is. And this is the year he doesn't come back. You know what? I I kind of already preemptively feel bad for him because I feel like however many years are left on his contract, it's going to be his last couple of years are going to be looked at, you know, when he's getting ready to be talked about going into the Hall of Fame. And I hope people don't remember him by those these last couple of years coming up because he's been a phenomenal wide receiver his entire career. I think he's done enough. I mean, he's set the record for consecutive thousand yard seasons to start a career. So, if yeah. if you if you have him in dynasty, do you sell him for a second right now? I feel like I feel like you can probably to, get it at the end of the year with a new quarterback change. Even. To, to me, man, I think Mike Evans is a guy that you just got to hold the bag on because you're, you're not ever going to return value on him, but he's always going to be fantasy relevant for you, whether it's a, it's a flex play or not. He's always going to return, return some sort of starting, starting fantasy value, but you'll never be able to get any, anything valuable from somebody else for him. But let's be real as well. Mike Evans is as consistent as he is with thousand yard seasons, that man is about as inconsistent as they come. He'll drop a 30 bomb yeah, one week no, and then right. he'll put up one reception for one yard the next week on some cases. Yeah, I agree. You're right. But I mean, it, it might be like, like us and our dynasty warriors, like the Zeke situation where we're just not able to get anything. Not a single thing can be had from Zeke. Oh, God. I'm going to interrupt this program to tell you what what John countered with. Oh, let's hear it. Y'all ready for this? Oh, God. (laughs) He. (laughs) Mahomes and Jacoby Myers for Ramondre 2024 first and CD Lamb. Baby, who said he was okay rolling with Tua? Because that certainly doesn't seem like it. Oh my goodness, that's egregious. No, there's no way I'm doing that. That's a lot. It's a hey. lot to have to pay. Hey, jeez, sorry, sorry. I, I just I, I had that egregious trade offered to me, and I just I had to just read it aloud. That's ter- That's garbage, right? I mean, I wouldn't take it if I was you. Is it garbage, though? I know John's your boy. Is that is that garbage? It's boo. Yeah, I'm not a fan by any means. That's in, is it garbage? Jo- is it garbage, Goni? Yeah, it's garbage. What do okay, you want me to tell you? Thank you. I want you to say it's garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna follow up with a counter though? Is the next question. I am. All right. Well, I want Quentin Johnston off of him. I don't care about Mahomes. I don't care about him. It's a single quarterback league. But that's what's raising the price. It's Quentin because he just he just he just bought him. That's what's raising the price. It's like it's like a new toy he hasn't got to play with yet. Yeah. Oh. It's not even out of the box. Yeah. You're gonna have a hard time getting him off of him. If you're out here throwing first, I would have traded him to you. You told me you didn't want to give up a first. I mean, I would have given you a first. I was going to give you my first. What do you mean? That was in that was in the trade. I, I I texted you and I said I said I would do it for Bigsby and a one, and you said I'm not giving up any first. And I said okay. You said you're tanking. Oh, so like my so my so like the two o three and a one. I asked you if that would get it done, and you said I'm not trading any any of my first. I mean, we got the text. So no, I, I I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but you want you wanted my first from. That that singular draft that day. I'm dra- I'm no. trading a 2024 first. That's that's the first I was wanting was a 2024. We, it was I we, we texted after the draft was over. You already had Bigsby on your roster, bro. <laughs> he had to have he he wanted Bigsby. Oh, he, but that but that was before I got wits. You wanted my first, and I knew I was tanking. That's why I wouldn't get it done. Yeah, that was before I got wits. 
Well, Mahomes plus who? I wish I would have had wits. I, I, you know, it, look, let's just talk about this for a second too. What's worse than trading for somebody's first and then watching them shove the chips all in and building a powerhouse right in front of your eyes? <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's probably, yep. it's probably gonna be a one ten. And I, I, I couldn't hate myself anymore. <laughs> you never know until you know. Putting all the chips in. He's he's going out buying all the old guys, trying to win a championship. Yeah, brutal, 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 brutal. Well, now that we'll go off of that, I'm texting back and forth with him now, hating on him for trading whales picks. Um, he wants CD and Ramondre, but CD he doesn't have anything that he can offer me to give CD off of me. I mean, CD's a, a top three dynasty receiver, right? Top no top four five five I think right you go Chase Jetta and how you feel about Brownish AJ Brown Brown is what I was gonna say next possibly and then it's CD right right CD that's fair put him above Brown probably just because he's by himself he doesn't have anything to offer me that could get that I mean if you wanted Ramondre and CD and he had his first I would do Mahomes Quentin and his first. And that would, Lamb? and that would still, I'd still be taking a loss. Oh, wow! What? <laughs> I'll never, I'll never try to get CD off of you. Yeah, untouchable. And yeah, untouchable. Jetta prices out wow. here. Is it untouchable? Dude, my, Mahomes is a huge advantage. You said Mahomes, Quentin Johnston, and a first. That's a lot of money. This is not a two quarterback league. This is not a super flex. Stephen Lane is one man. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That that's just wild to me still. Mahomes is the one quarterback in a one QB league, I think, that is worth his weight in gold. He he's a pocket passer. He who who outscores, you know, a lot of the rushers every year. He doesn't it's a have, unicorn. It's a unicorn. That doesn't happen. Yeah. You're gonna get five thousand yards every year. Hmm. The rest of them run in yeah. some capacity. Mm. If Josh Allen gets hurt or he runs 25% less, his value tanks significantly. Fair enough. Um, I guess I'll give a rundown of what our plan is going forward uh, for content. Um, including CD. All right. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do, Mad Mob. Here's the plan. We've discussed it. We've had a lot of time to discuss content and all that good stuff. Um, we are thinking uh, Q&As posted on Monday morning. Top of the morning for your work week. And then we are going to post a content episode on Friday morning. Um, so you can start the work week off with us and you can end it with us. Um, our content, we're going to stick with a lot of the stuff we did last year. Um, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I feel like you all liked it too, um, where we went through each of the NFL divisions and, and gave you our dark horses, locks, and, and um, who was the other one? The overrated guys. I don't remember what, what yeah. witty pun we came up with with that. Um, we're going to do a couple mock drafts. We're going to, of course, go through and do all our um, rankings and all that. We're going to wait as long as possible for that. I think we're going to do our rankings last, right? Yeah. We're going to do our dark horses and everything, and we're going to do some mocks and all that. We might slide a mock in and do like a free episode every now and then. Um, but going through, like whenever we did our, our um, positional review at the end of the year, we missed on a lot that we wouldn't have missed on if we didn't do our rankings so early. I think we did them in like, April or something, something like that, um, before the season started. And there was just a lot of stuff that happened that, that would have obviously changed our, our minds on where we put some certain guys. So I think we're going to save the rankings for, for last, make sure that we have them all in for you all before your draft start. Um, so you have something to go off of, but I, I think we're going to start, start that series in maybe mid July and try and be done early to mid-August. That way, 
we're taking it all the way up to the to the very end and hopefully uh at the end of next year when we go through um because we're a podcast for the people and if we're wrong we're wrong um we do the episode where we let you all know where we ranked them compared to the adp compared to where they actually finished um we we did do better than the adp overall um and that was with (laughs) ranking these guys in april so we're hoping to be phenomenal next year massive injuries too Massive. Wide receivers hurt us the most. Wide receiver twos was our, our biggest. And when we say we missed on them, we say that we missed on them because we didn't hit it exactly dead on the number that we went for. And more times than not, we missed the ADP beat us by a couple spots for the most part. But last year was just so injury filled as well, you know, and, and just like you said, I mean, we did our rankings and all that. We did the way too early rankings. We did it in May. It's June, June tomorrow. It's June when this is coming out. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it was, we did it way early last year. We we're excited to get this thing started and uh, you live and you learn. And so this year we expect to be better. Uh, you're older, you're wiser. And let's get it. Not to mention, heaven forbid, you have a change of heart on this podcast or change your mind about a player. <laughs> because Man. I got referred back to my April rankings countless times. <laughs> and I paid the ultimate price. Hey so. man, what about what about me getting suckered into a doink because we do a draft style whenever we go through the divisions for our uh our busts, locks, and dark horses, I believe it was that Wayne was just referring to. We go through each each, you know, division or whatever and and we kind of do a draft style in the text on the, the players we're gonna pick because we don't wanna, you know, all three of us pick the same guy. It was fun in that. Jettos are lock. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, sound advice. You guys are smart. Um, and dude, I, last year I was hurting for one in the AFC South, and I took Traylon Burks, and I got raked over the coals, raked over the coals, just because I had no one else to go to, and it turned into a doink, and I ended up winning the doink. It it just crazy things happen. But a, but a lot more often than not, you have to stand firm on something that. You really don't want to stand firm for anymore, but you just have to. <laughs> At a principle choice, yeah. It's not going to happen this year. I'm a, I'll I'll go back on on my rankings if I if I f- see fit. If there's a reason to go back on it, I, gosh darn it, I'm going back on it before I lose a doink. It's fair. Got to be fluid. It's what it Thanks is. Change. Yeah. I'm Thanks not strong. I'm not strong arming this year. This year either, for for two reasons. One, these guys cried actual tears. If I tried to strong arm him, two, Goni won two that I forced him into that he didn't want. So <laughs> that's that's very true. <laughs> and he ran over his phone. And I ran over my daggone phone. I still got it. It's a keepsake. Whenever we get a studio, I'm I'm posting it up on the shelf. Got to frame it. Yeah. Absolutely have to. Because that's I mean at the end of the day that's the very first doink ever won on this podcast. So when we're doing this thirty years from now. That phone will mean something. We'll hang it up next to the Pat Fryermuth jersey. There we oh, go. Whoa. Mad Mob moments. Yeah, I took down my DJ Moore jersey. Retired the pillowcases. Yeah. Took the picture down from his locker. Yeah, we we burned it right next to the Gabe Davis jersey. Yeah. Wow, the yeah. shrine, the Gabe Davis shrine. It wasn't just the jersey; it was candles, locks of hair. <laughs> A bronze bust. <laughs> and it was brutal. Um, so, yeah, that's that's on the agenda. Episode Q&A is coming out Monday. Content episode is coming out Friday. Um, we are slowly but surely going to get our rankings. We're going to do some pretty fat rankings this year outside of the episode, aren't we? Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. We're here. We've been out for a minute, so we gotta we got to grind hard. Yep. Okay. Doinks. Doinks are still live this year. Um Begley owed me the most delicious of steaks. Um, he came in dead last. I came in first. Um, those are those are live again this year. Yeah, I'm I'm indebted to you one one T bone. Wayne, you better cash before the end of the year because what could happen is if Begs wins and you come in third, it could you could just call it no blood. No, I feel like you, you um, have to buy him. No, we gotta we gotta commensurate. The stake together as podcast men, we just have to. I, I can't do that. Like the, the 
Nothing tastes better than a victory steak in life. I want Wayne to enjoy that. And enjoy it, I will. Yeah. I'll I'll have to eat the complimentary bread with water to pay for it, but that's all right, man. I'll do that Maybe with I'll the, fat I'll, rinds. I'll watch you with the biggest grin on my face. <laughs> man, boys, since this is our first show back, should we celebrate with some Q&As? Did you get through your agenda, Wayne? I know you had some topics. That was it, man. That was a uh, that was that's we're twenty minutes deep already. I just I, I missed the mob, man. I just wanted to chit chat, say what's up. Okay, let's get into it. So for Find those us on Facebook, are, <laughs> for, the, uh, for those of you who are new here, we uh, we we browse on Reddit. We find questions that are either posted to a, a forum or that hit our inbox. Uh, Goni also monitors our Facebook account. So if you have any questions, hit us up. Get going. MRZ21. It's a 12-team Superflex PPR. He's competing. Give Jamal Williams the 108 and a 24-1 to get Brees Hall. Jamal Williams... 108 and a 24-1 for Brees. So he's got the 108, so he's pretty competitive. So his 24-1's probably going to be back in too, especially if he gets Brees. I would do it. I would do it as well. I think this is a push-your-chips-in kind of moment right there. Honestly, what I would also do is wait to make that trade until about week three and i say that because generally the first year coming back after an acl tear like he has guys don't have that same explosiveness as they did before the injury you usually usually see it in year two uh coming back from the injury they're back to the same guy that they used to be not saying Brees hall is going to be bad by any means but if you can milk a little bit of the value away by him not necessarily being on the field as much and putting up monster numbers in the first couple weeks in the first couple of weeks, I feel like that's a good way to try and capitalize on that. But if you need to do it now, I'm I'm still down with it now. Yeah, uh, same here. Absolutely doing it. Strange drummer ninety six oh four. Give Damian Pierce to get the one twelve. I'm Half riding out. PR. I'm riding out Damian. Same. Riding out Damian. I, the one twelve dart throw just. Yeah, if you get Damien at the 112, if Kendra Miller turns into Damien Pierce, you're happy, right? Yeah, I agree. It's pretty fair to say. It, it's just whether or not you like a guy in that spot. If you like Kendra Miller, that's fine. Damien Pierce, I think, is serviceable. He's going to be on a bad team this year. Again, he doesn't catch out of the backfield, but he's a hard runner. He's elusive. He breaks tackles. But the upside's there, right? I mean, he could catch out of the backfield this year. He's going to have the opportunity to. He could. Plus, I think going for him, I think he's going to be the focal point in the offense. You got a rookie quarterback. You don't have very good wide receivers. Well, I won't say that. They're unproven. Brandon Cooks is gone. You got a bunch of young guys. Might need to rely on him more. Yeah, I feel like he's the focal point in the offense. So, I mean, take it. Keep it. All right. In Fele. In Nefele. Ten team, ten team, half PPR. He has JSN, and somebody's wanting them bad off of him. And in FLA says he needs a running back. What combination of two players would you take for Jackson Smith and Jigba? Damian Pierce, Derrick Henry, Rashad White, Kadarius Tony, Bateman, and Mike Williams. That is, pick two players for JSN. Damian Pierce, Derrick Henry, Rashad White, Kadarius Toney, Rashad Bateman, or Mike Williams. I don't know that I'd take any of those. I'm not loving any of those. I've got two standouts to me. Same. In, in particular, um, I, I know Goni and I are going to be on one. The Mike I Williams Rashad one. White and Kadarius Toney, personally. Uh, Rashad White catches the ball in the backfield. It's same thing. He's got the he's got it locked up to himself. He's probably a three down back. 
that down in Tampa. Probably going to be that way for two years. Tampa needs a lot more pieces. Don't see them drafting a running back high anytime soon. And I like Kadarius Tony's upside. I'm with young Kadarius Tony for sure. The one that is most appealing to me, gun to my head, it would probably be Damian Pierce, just for what we just talked about. I don't really love anything about um, the Buccaneers coming up. I know that they're not really in too much better of a quarterback situation than the Texans are, uh, if you can even call them better. But I don't know. D'Amico Ryans is building something in Houston, and we saw at least what you're going to get out of Damian Pierce last year. Kadarius Tony has the upside. He plays with Patrick Mahomes. If he can just stay on the field, uh, he's so injury prone, but not a lot of guys can go for 200 yards in a game, and he's shown that he has that kind of ability. Wayne, who who's a better offense this year, Tampa or Houston? Tampa. I agree. That's why I'm I'm curious to hear you say you like you like Pierce over White going. Doink bet. I'm just doing it for the sake of it. Yeah, let's do Doink it. Man. Let's right. do it. First episode, hot hot off the grills. Hot off the grills. Wayne, what do you think? Who are you taking? I'm I'm holding JSN. On, on the doink bit, bro. Yeah. Pierce or White? Pierce. Brutal. Brutal. I mean, look at Fournette. Fournette was the guy last year. And the only reason that he was relevant is because he caught a metric crap ton of balls. And he's just not going to do that. Like, we're not going to have that type of volume coming to the running back this year. I, I like that Rashad White took some of his snaps. Our, I like that about him. Our offense is going to be piddling out, which I understand Houston is too. But we have good receivers. So I feel like Todd Bowles is going to try and utilize them more. Unfortunately, we just have bad quarterbacks getting in the ball, but I feel like he's going to try and throw more. Todd Bowles is is one of the worst head coaches of all time. I hate that they like are sitting out here firing all these other guys except for the root of the problem. So that's that's why like I just don't I don't really know because obviously if you want to utilize these receivers and help our running backs out or help our our crappy quarterback out. Uh, you gotta you gotta get the run game going, and I just don't know that he's going to. Fair, I respect it. So that is looking. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Looking back through the ledger, we we actually have a decent amount already on here that I forgot about. We'll have to use an episode to go over them. Absolutely, what a good time. Uh, I hope there's no Raiders over Bills on there for me already. Uh, uh. Do I have some sketchy ones on there? I mean, I'm already one and oh. We'll we'll say that. And it was will Justin Fields get traded? Um, which didn't happen. I, I'd say the ones that stick out to me, I'll I'll keep it really quick. I'm just gonna look at a couple of them. Some that I I like is Wayne and I have better fantasy finish. I have James Cook and he has Zeke. Um from for this year? Yeah. Oh. Made on March 1st. Um, Wayne has Kadarius Tony and Beggs has Mooney, Darnell Mooney. Um, what? Love that one. When, <laughs> Even Wayne, and, <laughs> Wayne and I have have one better fantasy finish. Who's going to even see the field in this one? Uh, I have Dalvin Cook and he has Joe Mixon. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, man, uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. There's there's a few in here that are actually pretty funny, and it's like I completely forgot about all these. They go all the way back to January 13th. When were we ever arguing about Darnell Mooney, Darius Tony, bro? I don't know, but I'm sure glad we were. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, wow. World? Wow. wow! Oh, also one one more because these were both made at. Uh, at Culver's, you treated us to Culver's because you lost on something, Beggs. And um, along with the Justin Fields bet, we were getting into it, I remember. 
and who will have a better record in 2023? I took the Bears, and you took the Cardinals. To have the better record? To have the better record. I took the worst team in football, bar none right now. Bro, you hated Justin Fields. You still hate Justin Fields. Uh, In your defense, they had D-Hop at the time. They had D Hop, and the draft hasn't happened. No, no free agent signings have have happened, as you know. I mentioned that they might for Justin Fields, you know, protection, not wide receivers. Not to mention, in Begley's eyes, everybody can just hop on Hollywood's back, and he'll carry him to a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Long live Hollywood, man! Simple water, Downs and Drake London from on Ross St. Brown. Who in Drake London? Josh Downs, rookie slot in Indy, third rounder. And who? Drake London. Oh. For who? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> on what? I'm in Raw all day. There, right? I'm keeping Amon Raw for sure. Amon Raw's in a good spot, man. I'm hanging on to him. Uh, Drake London definitely has potential. Uh, I just, you know, Amon Ra's been doing it, and I think he's going to continue to do it. So give me the guy that's that's been doing it over the guy who I'm confident will do it, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, to me, London's upside, that's great and all, but Amon Ra's shown for two years he can be a, a, a top guy. And he's done it with Hawkinson, and now he's definitely doing it without Hawkinson siphoning yeah. away any targets from him. They picked up a rookie tight end, uh, Sam Laporta, who's supposed to be really good. He looks really good, not taking anything away from him, but tight ends in their rookie year generally don't produce like that. So I'm not worried about him for this year. Different guava. Give the 107... Sorry, this is a 10-team super flex, half-point PPR. Give the 107 a 24 first in Hollywood Brown for CMC. One oh seven, twenty-four-one in Hollywood for CMC. He does list his team, but... I don't know if you want to go through that. Tell me if you need it. Who are his running backs? Give me his running backs. Chubb, Najee, Zeke, Jamal Williams, Rashad White. Yeah, do it. Who are his wide receivers? A.J. Brown, Waddle, Amari Cooper, Burks. Yeah, Hollywood. go get him. Go get him. Yeah. Who's his quarterbacks? Just give me the quarterbacks as well. Doesn't say. Okay, yeah. This is a push your chips in kind of moment to go for a championship. Go get a championship, man. Yeah, I think you have to, man. You saw what he can do out in San Fran. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's go time, baby. Yep. All gas, no breaks. Yep. The Junior and Daz, the JR and Daz. I feel like I'm butchering that. 12 team, super flex, tight end premium. Give Mike Williams and Devin Singletary get Zay Flowers. <sighs> hey, it's just that offense, boy. I, I'll tell you this. While you guys breathe heavy and think about it, I'm doing this 100 times out of 100. Is it because of the youth? I, th- I feel like that's strictly because of the youth, though, that you're doing that. Well, it's it's the it's the coordinator change in Baltimore, man. I mean, they just paid Lamar. They're, I think they're doing everything they can to protect their asset. Got a new coordinator. This is two first round wide receivers. I don't know. I like Zay Flowers. I'm high on the prospect. I, I think if Zay Flowers went to any other team, you'd be looking at him at at, at the Quentin Johnston level. See, but I also think just just from knowing you. I feel like if Mike Williams was 26 years old, you don't do this. I, I don't like those kind of players, those high-variance guys. I'm not a fan. That's understandable. That's that's completely fine. I, I just don't know if we – and I like that you're you know projecting 
this upon a traditionally bad passing offense. Like, I love that right now. It's just rough, man. It's the Ravens historically. When, who was the last great, prolific Raven wide receiver? Steve Smith. Come on, man. <laughs> what? Come on, it was, man. It's Steve Smith. He was past his prime. He did he even break 1,000 yards. Probably uh, Jimmy Smith was good, but that's back in the early 2000s. I didn't even know Jimmy Smith went there after Jacksonville. I was going to say Mark Clayton, I think, broke 1,000 yards there. Mark Clayton was very good, yeah. And Derek Mason. Derek Mason was very good. I got Google at my fingertips. Let's just let's see 1,000-yard Ravens receivers. That's what I'm saying, just traditionally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. It's just their culture is like it's always been run the football and play stellar defense, and that's their formula for victory. Let's talk about it when he's looking that up, right? Mm -hmm. You You pay Lamar what he's worth. You fire a coordinator who got it done in Greg Roman. He won games. He scored points. But you fire him. You go get Monken, who notoriously throws the ball a lot in the NFL. Been successful. You have two first-round guys in Bateman and Flowers. I mean, the offense is it's set up to throw the ball a little more, right? I mean, even if Lamar gets 3,500, which he's never done, I like Zay Flowers to get a piece of that personally i think i think i think he's the number one receiving option in baltimore bateman can't stay healthy uh, outside of outside of andrews i, I meant the number one wide receiver in baltimore right. so number two option overall number one wide receiver you still got obj they paid obj a ton of money to go there for walking around in street clothes for a while and having knee surgeries left and right yeah i Flowers Flowers is going to be in the slot on this offense. OBJ and Bateman are going to be on the outside. Broken plays, Lamar scrambling. Give me give me the guy who can play the intermediate area. I don't know. I'm high on him. I don't know. I, I got to stay with Mike Williams, as gross as that sounds. I was super high on him last year, but I just I like the offense more. I, I just love that offense. Justin Herbert is great. Uh, Keenan Allen is 31 years old and kind of crumbling to dust. He was almost cut. This is his last year because they didn't cut him. And I mean, Mike Williams still has a couple of years left on the deal. I think he's going to be the guy next year. Quentin Johnston slots into the two. And but, I mean, but it's Kellen Moore. Blah. It, but it's Justin Herbert. Wayne, what do you have for us out of Baltimore, man? You're missing a big one. Um, Begley's right. Uh, Steve Smith did have 1,000-yard seasons. Um, there was one in 2021. Your boy, for Hollywood. Hollywood, Marquise Brown, baby. Yep. Um, There's your answer, Colin. Fair two, enough. 2016, a name you all will recognize, Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. What a bum that guy was after he left Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's about it. Torrey Smith did it, you know, in 2013. Did Deshaun Jackson ever do it? No, not even close. <laughs> I don't think Deshaun Jackson has, like, sniffed a 1,000 yards within a 1,000 yards. No. <laughs> no. Hey. He's, he's he got more – physical therapy appointments than he has yards. Who played on more NFL teams, Adrian Peterson or Deshaun Jackson? That's a good trivia question. That is a good trivia question. He um, played for everybody, bro. He played for everybody. I think Deshaun. At first thought, I'm taking Deshaun. Uh, I was thinking Deshaun as well. Let me Give me AP, Wayne, and you mind if we get a fact check on your new supercomputer? I'm pretty sure it's Vikings, Seahawks, Washington, Titans, Titans for her day, Saints. He was a Saint. Minnesota. Was he a Lion as well? He was a Lion. <laughs> he's, he's got he's got half the half the NFC. This man's practiced on every team in the league at some point. Absolutely, he has. 
He absolutely has. I'm going to say he played for nine teams. I'm going to say he's six for Deshaun. That's just off the cuff. I actually just saw the other day that he's not retired yet either. He doesn't consider himself retired. If you need a go route, grab Deshaun Jackson's number. Are you talking about AP not being retired? No, AP is talking about not being retired yet. Oh, and he's, he's like 400 yards or something, 450 yards away from like third or fourth all time. All right, Deshaun Jackson played for the Eagles twice, played for the Redskins, the Bucks, the Rams, Raiders, and Ravens. So Deshaun Jackson played for six teams. You won. I said nine for AP. Let's see. AP. I think we named at least six bags. Yeah. Obviously, he played for the Vikings for a while. He played for the Saints, Cardinals, Redskins, Lions, Titans, Seahawks. He played for seven. Let's go. So great trivia. trivia. That's a great trivia question. I forgot about the Cardinals. The Cardinals is one of the few I remember. The stints were very short. The man the man played for like three different teams in a season. Yeah. He must have gotten all the frequent flyer miles that year. Yeah, 100%. I kind of have a, a an interesting question here. Fuzzy Wuzzy Scrub. Um, it's a 10-team Superflex startup. They're about to draft tomorrow. He took over a team where a guy traded his first-round pick and ghosted. He has one second-round pick, two-thirds, two-fourths, two-fifths, and two-sixths. He feels like he's got a pretty solid collection of draft picks. What should his strategy be? Oh, then this isn't a startup, no first, but he's got... Startup, no first. I mean, he does have a good collection of picks then for a startup. I mean... Yeah. Even though you don't have a first, that's not bad. Does he know... What's his draft position? Does it say or no? I'm just curious. Doesn't say. If the dude ghosted the league, I'm going to assume his draft position is. Oh, never mind. It's a startup. Well, well, he does have the 2 2. So let's assume he had the 1 2, maybe. No, if he has the 2 2, then he had the 1 11. Yeah. Snake draft. So he's got. Yeah. Which is what you want, honestly. If you don't have a first round pick, it's better that it's in the back part because. Now you're only waiting one pick in the second round until it gets to you. Honestly, it's it's not bad. I'd rather have a back end pick like that to get an early second as opposed to having like the one oh three and then you're waiting to have like the two ten yeah. for your first pick. Um so one thing I want to say, Gom, because and then I want to hear what you have to say. It yeah. is a super flex, and he okay. said he's never done a super flex. Ten teams, so let's help him out. Okay. Um, so two personally, two. Yeah, two two. Personally, the way that I usually see it is the first three, maybe four picks should probably be quarterbacks. You can almost take that to the bank. I'd say at least I'd say at least the top three, and that'll be like Mahomes, Allen, probably either Burrow, maybe Jalen Hurts. Then you're gonna get your your Chase and your Jetta. Coming after that, for sure. And then it could be running back. Someone could take a Bijan there. Um, what about Herbert? In like the top six range? And seven. He could be at seven. Bijan or Herbert. It just depends what route you want to go. Honestly, how many thirds did you say he has? Two. Two? The seven and the nine. I'd almost go for like a stud wide receiver if he, if one makes it for his first pick in the second round. And then I might go quarterback, quarterback in the third or quarterback running back in the third. 
I'd say he had his, what, two forts? So, Wayne, if you have the 2 2, let's take Goni Strat and Tyreek Hill is there. Do you take him in a startup at 2 2? Or is he a little too old for a dynasty startup there? I don't think he's too. I don't think he's too old. I feel like Tyreek hasn't really had a. I mean, he he hasn't really had an injury riddled season. He doesn't get blasted like a lot of guys that are going through the middle of the field. So I think, what's he going to be? What's he twenty nine? Yeah, I I could see another three years of solid production out of Tyreek. Um, what about Amon Ra? Amon Ra or Tyreek? I take Amon Ra. Uh, but Amon Ra's been putting up similar numbers, a lot younger. Again, like I know he had a little injury going on, but like he's so in shape. Not obviously Tyreek is too. He's he's a sprinter, but like I'm just looking at the genes. Like his dad was like Mr. Universe. He's been lifting forever. Um, I feel like he's he's got a lot better base to remain healthy. I would take Amon Ra there. I agree. I mean, the the running back drop off if you miss out on the top three is is big enough to where you just need you need to lock in a receiver, um, super flex. What? Let me throw a name out here at you. What if Olave or Garrett Wilson there at two two? Are you taking them above any in the names we've mentioned? No. Like, would you take a Lave over Amon Ra or say an Austin Eckler there? I would not take Olave over Amon Ra. I would probably take Olave over Eckler. What I'm also trying to say is uh, for this this guy is if you have a major just showing of quarterbacks in the first round, say say six go. Is that fair? Six. Seven, maybe quarterbacks go. Yeah. Punt that. Punt the quarterback position completely. You don't want the eighth, ninth best quarterback in as your first player. You're missing out on all the other things. So expect a lot of quarterbacks to go in the first round. Don't try and play catch up. You're already behind the eight ball at the quarterback spot. Go and get something elite elsewhere at the wide receiver spot or the running back spot. It's more than likely going to be wide receiver. And then you know, later on, you're going to be able to build your team as well. You know, you have two in the third and then you have multiples later. Also, you're you're going to have to go young, I feel like. You yeah, have to go young. And I think there will be some bridge guys. Is this a yep. super flex? This is, obviously, if we're taking that many quarterbacks yep. in the first. Um, there will be some bridge guys that you can take with, like, your last pick in the third last pick in the fourth type of situation. Like you should be able to get like a Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill or Kirk cousins, just some guys that that can do decent enough to get you um, to the rookie draft next year. All so, right. I'll throw one, one more, one more question out there for you all. Let's say Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert slips to the two, two. Are you, are you pulling the trigger? Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert slips to the two. I am. I am. I probably would also. What's your what, What's your quarterback cutoff for pulling the trigger, Lamar? Yeah, probably. I, I mean, would... you're gonna you're gonna take the the three that we just talked about, or the four that we just talked about, being Jalen Hurts as the fourth. You got Herbert. You got Trevor Lawrence. What else, Lamar? That's seven. What about Fields? No. No. What else is there? I was there you say that. Go. I'm not just starting my team up, bro. He's not going to be the engine of my team. He'll, and you will be able to get somebody elite because then you're looking at five other guys outside of that. So let's say you can't get any of the, um, of the quarterbacks. You're looking at only four other guys that are going to be picked ahead of you. Jetta, Chase, Bijan are probably going to be gone. You might be able to get like a Brees Hall. I mean, Brees Hall might slide to you. Yep. So you really will be able to get, you know, worst case scenario, if you can't get one of those top seven guys at the 202, then that means that those seven guys have been taken before you and you should get somebody, a, a, an elite positional player at the 202. And that's what we would do. Just punt on quarterback if those seven guys are gone and then wait and get some bridge quarterbacks 
late third, late fourth. Yeah. What Wayne, are you taking Brees or Bijan? Just in your startups. I'm just curious. I'm taking Bijan because he landed in a beautiful spot. He's going to be heavily utilized. He's a year younger and his legs are more healthy. Yes, agreed. All right. JKS Boss, 10 team super flex. He's giving Lamar and a 25 second to get Kyler in a 23 and a 25 one. So Lamar for Kyler and two first. I think I would do it. I don't like Kyler by any means, but I do like the two firsts. Lamar, I don't think's made it through a full season for a few years now. I don't know that I can do this one, go. Uh, you love Lamar Jackson, dude. I know it's difficult, but the value is there. The value is this a one quarterback? It's a super flex. Super, super flex. flex. Still taking it. Lamar's got staying power now. How so? He got paid, and they're investing, and, and, and they're building the franchise around him. Right, right. So he's got staying power that he is the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. What he doesn't have staying power on is if he puts up another season like he just previously did, which wasn't bad. He he was doing very well until he got hurt. It's just this is just a repeating thing. Are you are you content with missing four or five games every season out of your get your your guy? It's don't gonna you hurt his to, value. Don't you kind of have to discount last season though with all the gamesmanship that was being played? What about the year before, though? Got hurt the year before for sure. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like he's phenomenal. He's absolutely great. It's just, yeah. At some point, you kind of learn to expect it. I don't know. That's just me. It, he's a. I won't say a depreciating asset just yet because as long as he runs the ball, the man is the sky's the limit for him. He just needs to get his passing on point, and he could be a top one guy. He he's done it before. But yeah, give me give me Kyler in the first. Wayne, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I I'm sticking with Lamar. I mean, they're they're giving weapons to Lamar. They're taking weapons away from Kyler. He's coming off a major injury. Kyler's obviously got off-field issues that are that have plagued his career not not bad things necessarily but just things that are affecting his on-field play he he has zero respect in the locker room nobody really none of his teammates have really spoke highly of him so I, just give me give me give me Lamar give me a guy who his teammates love him a guy that works hard and and like you said like you've a sentiment you've echoed a million times Goni Running quarterbacks are king in fantasy, and Kyler's tiny, and Lamar is elite. Um, I've always, I've always lived my fantasy life, not worrying about injuries. Give me the best player, and if injuries happen, they happen. But I'm not going to be scared off of better players because their past has been injury riddled. We're too far, <laughs> we're too far in medical science. Like these guys have like top notch doctors in the world repairing them. So injuries just don't scare me. Don't scare me like they used to. And I'm not going to be scared off better players. I mean, it's the same reason I took Christian McCaffrey with my 102 uh, uh, last year. Uh, And and it panned out because I'm just not going to let an injury scare me off of a good player. An injury that hasn't happened. I'm not going to say, oh, he, he might get injured again, so I'm not going to pick him. I, just give me the better player. And the two firsts aren't going to make up for what could be a QB1 based solely off his legs. Don't forget, he's also a baby. He's 25. Man. No. Super young. I'm pretty sure Stetson Bennett's older. He is. He is. He is. Wow. He is. Wayne, I'm going to put you on the hot seat again. We just do a few more here and we'll wrap it up. Independent Spite, 853. Side A, Jalen Waddle, 
and Baker Mayfield. Side B, Devonta Smith and Geno Smith. Side B, easy. Yeah, it's that is easy. One of those quarterbacks will be useful for you, and one of them <laughs> will kill you if you play him. Absolutely kill you. 100%. Legolas. Wayne, I feel like I got to come back to you with a name like that. How many picks on top of C.J. Stroud would make acquiring Justin Herbert a fair trade? C.J. Stroud plus what for Justin Herbert? Picks. Picks alone? I mean, at least a first. Does C.J. Stroud in a one get it done for Herbert going? It depends on how the other guy views Justin Herbert. I feel like that can get it done. I mean, you can I if I want if I needed to, I'd go to a second as well, but I would obviously start with like a first and a third. That, something along those lines. That should get it done. Should. CJ Stroud a first and second should get it done. I mean, it's essentially two first round picks for Herbert, so I feel like that can get it done. I I personally traded a first I traded a, a 104 and Derek Carr for Justin Herbert and a 110 in a two-quarterback league. So it can be done. It can be done. Justin Herbert's coming off a bad year. You, it's a, you might be able to buy him cheaper than you did this time last year. Yeah, it's true. Ain't no shit about it. You can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go on. Senior AJMH, 12-team PPR, one-and-a-half tight end premium. Monster. Start 10, super flex. A lot of league rules there. Send Kyle Pitts, Michael Pittman, and Hunter Henry to get Garrett Wilson, Fryer Muth, Luke Musgrave, rookie tight end out in Green Bay, and a 24-1. All day. Absolutely. We're slamming that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like a little a little too much gets made out of the one and a half tight end premium. I mean, tight ends suck. Straight up. Tight ends suck. If if that was like Kelsey, then that's probably near the best player in the league with those kind of settings. Just the years he's been putting up recently. Anyone else under that? I mean, he outscored the second place guy by like a hundred points again this past season if not more. So that stuff doesn't really matter to me. Give me the strong talent, strong talent there from the other side and the first round pick. Thoughts, Wayne? You're getting rid of Kyle Pitts? Bro, did you hear the other side of the trade? Come on. Yeah, yeah. I no, knew you were going to go there. Uh, you're, knew you're, you were going to go there. I'm just saying, dude, you have a you have an unhealthy love of Kyle Pitts. It's just weird, man. Did you I hear assume, the other side of the trade? I assume Wayne's doing doing the other side of the trade. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a non-believer in Kyle Pitts. St- whether you believe in him or not, I feel like the value's too good on the other side. I still believe in him, but give me Garrett Wilson, a rookie tight end who is going to be the starter in Green Bay, a first-round pick, and whatever else is thrown on top. Fryermuth. Yeah, Pat Fryermuth. MGRO2. Go. 10 team super flex half PPR. Give Deontay Johnson and Hollywood Brown to get Kenneth Walker. Nah. I don't think so. Don't think so. 10 team? Nah. I don't think so, man. The Charbonnet signing kind of scares me a little bit. You don't know if, I mean, Walker balled out last year. You never know if he gets hurt this year and Charbonnet just absolutely tears it up. If we have a another Rashad Penny, uh, Chris, Carson, uh, Chris Carson situation going on there. but Rashad Penny, Kenneth draft. Walker situation. What's that? Rashad Penny, K-Dub situation. Rashad Penny was playing great before he got hurt. True. I mean, it just is what it is. There's too much unknown there. I don't think Rashad or uh, Kenneth Walker is that guy again this year. Wayne? I think he could be. 
Um, but I'm not willing to give that up for him. Um, like, like Oni said, the Charbonnet, uh, situation is, is what's kind of scaring me off of him a little bit. Well, let's talk about the positives. I mean, Deontay Johnson, uh, he, he couldn't find the end zone last year. If he gets four or five touchdowns, you're talking about him having a pretty decent year. He's the number one out there. And Hollywood Brown's by himself. I know he's it's a horrible team, but, um, yeah, I mean, the, those guys have upside. And, Wayne, we're going to end the last one with you. I'm going to give you two questions. This is the Reddit flaming Hot question of the day, sponsored by Taki. Dearth of Girth has two questions. 12-team half PPR. He gives the 102 to get Cup and Dobbins. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. Cup is a league winner. People people be forgetting because he got hurt. All right, so go on. J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins ended the year hot, too. Go My on. guy. My guy. He is not a league winner when you are the second worst team in the league. Cooper Cup don't score that many points. He scores a lot of points. But if you're going to make that trade, I would line up a trade for Cooper Cup for a haul immediately afterwards. Or or actually before I made that trade. Um, J.K. Dobbins, yeah, it's great to have. It's just... This is like a win-now type trade with a not-win-now type team, in my opinion. Backside of it. Dearth of girth. 12-team, half PPR. Give Bijan. Get Brees in the 104. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know, gone. No. What? No. What? What, is, what do you mean what's... you don't know? Really? I'm why? I'm not doing it. I, I tell you why. Bijan is, uh, I mean, honestly, he might be 50% or 150% the prospect Brees Hall was. Right? Brees Hall didn't get okay. half the hype Bijan got. That's fair. Coming in. You're looking at Bijan going to, like Wayne said, a run-first team. He's got no competition for touches outside of Algier. He's going to be on the field every third down. And he has two good ACLs. Brother, bad, and though. We've seen Brees Hall ball out with a bad team. The Jets are have been a bad team here's, offensively, and he balled out. Here's what's killing me on that, though, man, is like the – the Jets kept all their backups and you don't bring in Aaron Rodgers and his entire MySpace top eight to, <laughs> to, to blast the run game. He's right. Bro. How many years has Aaron Jones been a top 12 running back though? Been plenty of times, plenty of times. You love Aaron Jones. I, I, I understand the Jets historically. They just need a guy who's going to be able to move the ball. If Garrett Wilson gets hurt, they have no one. They ha- they go from having, I can't even say like a good or an elite wide receiver group. It's Garrett Wilson and no one. Here's the ghost of Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and, I mean, Corey Davis, bro. Cool. It doesn't Corey matter. Davis. It doesn't matter. He's going to throw it to him. And my thing is, in in how I'm looking at this with your Aaron Rodgers situation or Aaron Jones situation, would you rather have Aaron Jones or would you rather have Saquon Barkley? Give me, give me Saquon. He's got a point. I mean, and that's and and I understand that's me comparing. That's me saying Bijan's going to be Saquon, right? Um, but I just I feel like I feel like he can be. Yeah, but still, give me Brees Hall, like I said, who we've seen do it, and then give me Jackson Smith and Jigba, or I'll, I'll throw a, I'll a throw stud a, wide receiver. I'll throw a doink that Bijan has a better fantasy year than Brees. No, because that's not the trade. I, I'm not going. I'm not saying I'd rather have Brees over Bijan by any means. I'm saying Brees to me is a good enough running back to pair with one of the top wide receivers that you're going to get at the 104. That like. 
I want the package out of it. And Brees Hall is very appealing to me to give up a Bijan Robinson. Who that's like, that's fair, but I would rather have Bijan Robinson and and find a receiver replacement over Brees and and Addison. It's fair. It's fair. I'd honestly probably take uh, 104. I'd probably take Quentin Johnston, honestly, if it was me. I don't know, man. I, I'm i not high on, on Johnston uh, like, like you are. Uh, to me, Bijan's got a better ceiling. Than Bra- I know Brace was good. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He definitely Love has Brees. a better ceiling. Love it's, Brees. A, it, it's a ceiling play here, right? So, so this guy's two trades. Either gets Bijan in in the one hundred two. I assume he's got the one on one and the one hundred two, right? Mm-hmm. Assuming. Would you rather have Brees Cup Dobbins in the one hundred four? Brees Cup Dobbins in the one hundred four, Bijan and Gibbs. I mean, that's really the two trades. This guy's. Oh man, you want Bijan and Gibbs know. here, man? Yeah, I mean. It depends on what you value the 104 as, if you're the guy. Dobbins is young enough to where, like, he can he's still going to play for a few years and he's not going to flame out just yet. I don't really blame them blame you for going either way. I, I mean, when he put it like that. Yeah. I, uh, Cooper Cup is what's really, like, kind of holding it up. If it, was, if it was a younger player than Cooper Cup, I would honestly just try and trade Cooper Cup what do you what right do you, afterwards what do you think Cooper Cup also. is going to finish as this year? Top twelve, for sure. Do you think this is his last year as a WR one? I guess that's a better question. I'm going to say yes with the caveat that Stafford came back for one last hurrah, and that he's not the quarterback next year. Because there was all kinds of talks that he wasn't going to come back this year. And he got talked into it. Aaron Donald got talked back into it. Sean McVay got talked back into it. So with that mindset, no. I think Stafford's gone after this year. And bye-bye Cooper Cup. Okay. Fair enough. Is that all for the Q&A? That's it, Wayne. That's it, brother. Mad Mob, it's good to be back. Good to be back. I'll be posting this one right away, so it'll be Thursday morning just because we came in Wednesday. But we will be back on schedule. Content will be released Friday morning. Q&A's Monday morning. We love you, Mad Mob. We'll see you Friday. Out.